0: Welcome to AM Best Audio. While large companies utilize several layers of security to help protect their business and employees against cyber attacks, consumers typically only have cyber incident support that deals with the consequences of a data breach or identity theft after it happens. I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio, and I'm speaking today to Matt Kalina, head of TransUnion's global cyber insurance business. Matt, so glad you could join us today. Great to be here, John. So Matt, you know, we always hear about headline-making large cyber breaches, but how big of a problem are cyber incidents for the general public?
1: Uh, great question, John. You know, what we're what we're seeing is 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 really, you know, as as all of our devices, our computers, our, you know, uh, networks have gotten more secure, uh, the threat hackers have totally changed their approach and and rather than targeting trying to hack into software, they're basically attacking people. They're going after people. 90% of all cyber events start off with a hack of an individual. And so really the the all of us have become the target, whether it's to gain access to our the companies we work for or to gain access to our own systems and accounts. Um it's it's all about you know trying to you know optimize fraud for the threat actors. And so we are the target these days. Um, and really, the pandemic has accelerated that beyond belief because we were so uber, de- you know, dependent on everything digital. Um, you know, threat actors are are not stupid; they go to where the action is, and and so really, what we're seeing is is crazy increases in personalized attacks and, um, from a cyber perspective. So, I don't think there's been a time of more heightened exposure for for average families than there is today.
0: Yeah. You mentioned not stupid. They're, they're, they're downright crafty, aren't they?
1: Absolutely. I mean, we have, you have to really think about this. This isn't the kid in the basement or whatever you may envision. These are organized crime businesses and networks. And it's all, all this black market activity is highly coordinated, invested in. Um, there's some rogue nation states involved in this as well. So there's, there's, it it is a fully funded endeavor for sure.
0: Is it typically offshore?
1: You know, it's it's hard to pinpoint, but, you know, a a good example was during, you know, uh, the the start of the Ukrainian conflict, Ukrainian war, um, you know, what cyber insurers started experiencing is a a slowdown in ransomware attacks. You know, it was the number one claims type in the early 2000s, but all of a sudden it dropped precipitously um, last year. And a lot of that was attributed to a lot of the hackers being in that region, in the Russian region, maybe sponsored by the Russian government, um, because they couldn't, you know, make revenue the way they normally did because of all the all the uh, uh, the war anti-war effort. Um, and so, yeah, so that's one clear example. As it's very likely those nation states were involved in those ransomware attacks, um, and, and that's a common theme across other threat actor attacks as well.
0: So, Matt, what are some of the more common cyber breaches or scams that the general public is facing?
1: Well, in our world, you know, we, we support, you know, millions of policyholders for, you know, that are, you know, home insurance customers, auto insurance customers, and, and, and small businesses that, are, you, know, uh, you know, buy cyber insurance through their business insurance. And really, you know, social engineering scams uh, are clearly the top risk for all of us today. As I said, it's a people exposure these days. Um, but you know, it, it's it's gone from a quarter of our claims activity to over half of our claims activity in the last year and a half. Um, and if you look at other statistics, there's like a 570 percent increase in social engineering scams around the world. And so these, you know, are not your garden variety or your what you may envision of kind of the Nigerian scams of the past. These are highly sophisticated impersonations of where you do business every day. and and basically they're they' the threat actors are impersonating what your your bank does, uh, what your mobile uh, company does, what your own business does when they're alerting you to security issues or vulnerabilities. And so they're saying let's let's say you go spend money in a place you haven't spent money in before. so your bank says sends you a text and says, is this you? please confirm. Well, the threat actors are using the same tactics, um, but in that case, they're in person in your bank, it looks just like your bank, and you click on the link uh, that was supplied and instantly malware is installed on your devices. So. The, the level of sophistication with social engineering attacks has really just caused the the volume of fraud to just multiply and, and scams to multiply. And they're getting more and more clever and sophisticated uh, each day. So, really, social engineering scams leading to all sorts of financial fraud is the top risk we see for families.
0: Yeah, I've seen one just like what you described, and I came within an inch of falling for it, I have to admit. And I consider myself, eh. Fairly sophisticated, maybe not completely, but uh, it made me think. Wow, you know, it can get just about anyone.
1: Yeah, we're all curious, right? We're at, at our core, people are curious, and 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 I think, unfortunately, maybe one of the downsides of you know all being stuck at home during the pandemic is we want instant gratification for everything, right? If 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 we're doing something online and it doesn't happen in a nanosecond, we move to the next thing and that kind of speed of everything it, you know allows us to be more vulnerable you know because we're we're doing things without really thinking we're not pausing and that's what threat actors take advantage of they they want to create stuff that looks routine to you put stuff that is routine in front of you and so you you're not even thinking you're just clicking away um, or it's something that is really interesting and and it draws your attention and you just can't not click on it um, so really they're they're attacking our kind of our base instincts of kind of always being connected and wanting things at, you know in an in a nanosecond
0: so how can the general public protect themselves other than the obvious things like installing malware blockers, and how can the insurance industry play a part in this?
1: yeah, so you know basically, I think when people think of cyber insurance, I think you know probably even people in the insurance industry you know I, I think they think of. You know what is most often sold today, which is you know cyber insurance to large corporates, right to enterprise level companies, and obviously that's where the market has grown. Um, but really, what we're finding more and more is is you know traditional PNC insurers are adding cyber insurance solutions to their small business insurance, to their home insurance, to their even their farm insurance. So we're seeing that being a major trend in the industry today. And what's cool about it is that w- within each insurance product that is offering cyber, it, you don't just get kind of comprehensive cyber coverages, which, which you know, for a consumer, could be you know ransomware coverage, uh, uh, basically, um, even cyber bullying coverage, you know, financial fraud coverage. Um, you also get uh, pre-loss and post-loss solutions. And so, on the post law stuff, it's all crisis management, incident response, helping you investigate the cyber event, trying to figure it out, remediate it. Um, you know, there's expert claim support, where it claims people that you know are advanced in knowing how to handle cyber claims, which are a specialty. Um, but on the pre law side, you know, traditionally there've been all sorts of monitoring solutions out there, like credit monitoring and dark web monitoring for people. And those are great, and those are often included in the bundle that's offered for cyber insurance. Um, but what we're seeing now is 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 a, a growing need for more preventative type solutions. Like, can we, you know, the the monitoring solutions are great, but they're all early detection solutions. So something bad has to hit for you to get notified about it. Um, so on the prevention side. Um, what, what we're pushing um, you know to try to expand kind of what is offered on the protective side is is really looking at what corporations do to to, to secure their digital perimeter to make sure their employees and customers are safe online um, we're we're trying to adopt some of those tools and and offer those great solutions that have been tried and true in the market. Um, to you know, to the average family, and so I think the insurance industry is really kind of at the forefront of this. Um, we've done research, uh, consumer research, in the last year, and we we asked folks, you know, where would you go for cyber insurance, or excuse me, where would you go for cyber solutions? And basically, you know, about thirty-eight percent said they really don't know where to turn. Um, but 31%, which was the highest score, said they would go to their insurance company. So I think there's an expectation that insurance companies are in the risk business, and cyber is an emergent risk that's that is a real risk for people. Um, so they they you know they look to their insurance company to help solve it. And we've seen that product trend not just in the U.S. but you know around the world where you know uh, cyber insurances are being offered you know to families to small businesses at a growing clip.
0: Do you envision a day where there will be some sort of cyber liability built into every consumer and small business insurance product, and it would just be an opt-out?
1: Definitely, but I, I think the twist on that, and, and it's a it's a it's a horse race at the moment, but you know, we're seeing kind of traditional, as I said, personal lines, small commercial lines, insurers offering cyber as an add-on offering to their those core policies but we have seen a fast growing trend around cyber as an embedded insurance option. Hmm. So if, if you're familiar with that, that's basically like, let's say your uh, you know, mobile uh, device company you know, offers you cyber insurance when you're signing up for a subscription or your bank or your you know uh, software company that you do business with. Um, more and more it's being offered as an add-on uh, coverage sim- similar to maybe when you're planning a trip and you're buying airline tickets and and you know as soon as you get through that process they offer you trip insurance um so it's it's that kind of thing where it's it's being baked into more digital solutions um as an add-on risk solution um and I, I think that's going to really be over time competitive with traditional insurance companies play in this like I, I think both are growing at a, at a similar clip from what we see
0: Growing is the key word here, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, the
1: hopefully getting on top of the growing risk is 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 what we're focused on. And and you know, in my mind, you know, if you think about it, digital risks have kind of outpaced physical risks. Like our cars are getting safer, our homes are getting safer, um, uh, but where we spend more and more of our time is becoming much less safe.
0: Matt, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Great talking to you, John. That was Matt Kalina. Head of TransUnion's global cyber insurance business, and I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at nine oh eight-882-1706.